0: thanks for listening to the Adam Corolla show on podcast one
1: rockauto.com why spend 30 to 50 percent even a hundred percent more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have why spend so much there why not go to rockauto.com It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, write Corolla in the how did you hear about us, so that is Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, and the How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat.
0: Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities.
2: Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary.
1: The great actor Richard Kind joins us and tells us some very interesting stories. And then we have the news as well. First, I'll tell you about LifeLock. 60% of Americans believe it's likely that identity theft will cause them a financial loss in the next year. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. We put our info at risk on the Internet. In an instant, cybercriminals could harm your finances and your credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they'll send you an alert and you'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist. It is LifeLock. Right, Dawson?
0: No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com, promo code Adam. That's lifelock.com, promo code Adam, for 25% off. And now, a tip from the 1965 issue of Good Housekeeping. 120 Ways to Please a Man.
2: A good wife is part of her community. She's interested in town planning, local government, school conditions, and church activities. In her community, she is a goodwill ambassador for her husband.
0: Just one of 120 ways to please a man. Now back to the Adam Carolla Show. Oh, a bygone era. Richard (laughs) Kind has joined us,
1: TV show. Everything's going to be okay. It's Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, on Freeform. Episodes available the next day on Hulu in season one, also available on Hulu. Good to see you, Richard Kine.
3: Thank you very much. And that's the best you got from nineteen fifty <laughs> about women?
1: Well, we were what what spawned that was Good Housekeeping, yep. the magazine, had an yep. article on a movie that I made called Uppity and it was best, you know, woke you know, whatever it was about an African American race car driver, blah, blah, blah. But they had the sort of best documentaries for the woke culture. And I thought, what did they talk about in 1965? Cause I think they had different subject matters and, uh, lo and behold, we found it.
3: And interested in civics. And now you have all these women today running for, uh, uh, for office senators, uh, uh, Certainly, Congress people.
2: Yeah, and we feel just so, awful about it. Yeah, we, we
3: yeah make- exactly. What the hell? Good housekeeping, huh? Yeah, fifty years later.
1: Uh, so uh, we're all big fans uh, from nice many, many different projects. As I feel like you've been Go working. Ahead and <laughs> well, Go ahead, name them. Well, obviously, most most recently, <laughs> curb your enthusiasm for sure.
3: Always, always curb. And it's not most recently. That's. uh that's like, uh, uh, what do you call it? That's been on, I think, for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years? 10 years? Something like that. It's crazy how long it's been on. I'm always curious. So, and, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, for the first nine years, I was only on four episodes. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad you're now you know have a more regular, recurring role.
3: I, I don't. It was just last year, uh, unfortunately, because of Bob's passing.
1: Yeah, uh, Super Bob Dave. Einstein, Super yeah. Dave. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I was called on a little more, it, and it's it's sad, but that was the reason why. So I did three last year, but before that, it was just uh, you know, it was I was only on four episodes.
2: But what a testament to you that it doesn't feel like four episodes.
3: There you go. Yes, I I agree. Everybody thought I was the regular. Right. right. Yeah. I agree. And that, your
1: wife
2: it was, probably, it, th- it
3: is. your wife
1: probably thought you're nuts the day you came home and you said, I'm going to poison super Dave. Yeah. And she was like, what?
3: <laughs> yes, oh, hear I me said, out. I said, the base- baseball bat to the knee has already been <laughs> you. Yes. I'm going to poison.
1: <laughs> did you, I was at his funeral. Did you attend?
3: I did not. And I loved the guy. I loved him. And, uh, he was one of those guys who thought you were his best friend. That's how great a guy he was. And um, uh, yeah, he was, um, I was not, because I, I live in New York. Uh, and I would have flown in, but would it have been a testament? It would have been because I wanted to be there because of everybody was there in the story. So, uh, and I thought that was a little hypocritical because I would have liked to have been there for him. But he doesn't know. No. I didn't know.
1: No. So I didn't go. No, it was- I didn't
3: go. But I, I, but for selfish reasons, I wanted to be there. But I continue to tell stories about him because I loved him so much.
1: Well, another thing I figure we're, you know, we're just a few years away that if somebody ever, three years from now, if someone said, did you go to Super Day's funeral? You go, you know, COVID, man. Mm-hmm. And they'll just nod their head and we can keep <laughs> walking because I'm going to take this COVID year and I'm going to spread it out, it out over about nine years. So anything oh, I didn't do.
3: Yeah, so many so many excuses we have in our life. I used to use um, I can't do it. I have rehearsal for acting class. That was what I used <laughs> in my youth. You know, I can't I can't do it. I got I got class or whatever. Now what? you're right. We could use COVID.
1: We were so uh, the
3: kids were good. Kids were good for a good eight, nine years.
1: Oh, yeah. That
3: was good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kids are great.
2: You great. great.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, mm-hmm. right. And b- by the way. Yeah, I wonder how many people play the kid card or even actually into the kids. I can't be, can't be much, <laughs> We right? play
2: the kid card on weekends. We don't have them. Yeah.
3: Right.
4: The kid card is great. Wait, do you have
2: kids?
3: Yeah. Who has kids? I have, Everyone, step, have kids. Step yeah. kid. <laughs> Everyone has kids. Are they young still?
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Four, I got four two old. young ones. I got 14-year-old yeah. twins. I used to have 14-year-old twins and
3: now 16-year-old
1: twins. Uh, oh, really? Boy and girl. Yeah. I got more. And a 19-year-old. I got uh, boy and girl twins, too.
3: Really? Yeah. And are they alike, or are they very, very different? Uh, Uh,
1: How
2: how much time do you have?
1: (laughs) One of them... um, uh, I will tell you how different they are. Um, One of them's a hero is um, Ben Shapiro and uh, Donald Trump and the other one is at a Black Lives Rally Matter, you know, R- R- Black Lives Matter rally right now. Like, that's that's who, that's so how they them are. One
3: of loves daddy and the other one thinks that daddy is grand dragon of the KKK.
1: (laughs) That's, that's That's exactly, that's exactly how it works. And 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 why? I'm
3: a, yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say one of them is a fearless daredevil with no concern for health or life. And one of them is very afraid and it's not the one you think.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Isn't it crazy? Same genetics, same upbringing, everything. So different. It's so different. It's crazy.
1: It's, it's there. It's there from, from jump street. You know when they were when they were little kids, I I would right. they were that's who they were. I, I, I agree. this notion of like, well, did one of them play too many video games or listening listen to too much hard rock? Yes. Like, not when there were two.
3: Just it's it's unbelievable. They were born the way they were born. Yeah. It's how they it was it was, they were cut out that way. I, I agree with you. It's uh, it's astounding. Although they have exponentially grown more towards who they are.
1: How, how do your kids do with, how do your twins do with one another?
3: My, I have three kids and it is like summer camp every day. (laughs) They rely on each other. They love each other. They know the buttons to push. And there were some times where I will downright complain about, I can't believe so-and-so or all like that. They will, they will defend their brother or sister in, in ways that I'm so proud. I mean, they rely on each other. They they defend them. They're wonderful to each other. Wow. It's it's it's, it's yeah, <laughs> a, <that> like? <laughs> a lot of it is all a tribute to their mother, not to me. Hmm. I, I'm 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 a good dad, very good dad, loving dad. Their mother is astounding.
1: Astounding. Uh, um, so I was reading the bio here and, uh, surprised to uh, know just, uh, how close you were with, uh, George Clooney or are with George Clooney, including him being a best man at your wedding, speaking to your wife in mm-hmm. 1999, how did that whole thing come about?
3: I'll talk about it, but not in depth, but I will talk. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, cause I always say he gets enough publicity on his own <laughs> and I'm always scared that I'm going to say just anything wrong. Uh, and then, you know, if you say something wrong about somebody, blah, 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 blah. If you say something wrong yeah. about George, well, everybody's going to glom onto it. That's so fair. It's very superficial. Believe it or not, we played brothers in a pilot ages and ages ago. And he was called in to replace somebody. And so we had a bond by having a shortened amount of time to rehearse. So we would see each other at night, and we would dine, and um, and we we were simpatico. We were we got our politics are the same, our love of movies is the same, uh, the ethics of our parents were the same, and have been passed down to both of us. And we got along, you know. We were young, liked women, and uh, Mm. liked going out for a drink. It was great. So, yeah. So we really became, and he's he's got a lot of friends. Uh, I shouldn't say a lot. We have a group of friends that are similar in our politics and our, in what we like and what we like to do, things like that. And we are lucky that we have remained friends. Uh, And I will, this is one thing I will tell you. I'm, he's a great guy, great guy, gave us all a million dollars. You know all about that. Everybody knows it, but I will say this. he is as lucky to have us as friends, all of these guys, as we are lucky to have him and we are all as lucky to have each other because we keep each other in line, sort of like a fraternity. And we are able to make jokes that you can't make jokes anymore, like you do in a locker room amongst each other. You're allowed to call people on their shit with, you know, when they get out of line. Uh, so it's nice. It's a and you being the guy that you are, and I don't know about you other two, mm-hmm. but Adam, my guess is you have a real guy's sensibility yes and mm-hmm. and a a sort of like i call it the, the deliverance ethos you know let's go oh, no. let's get <laughs> together and go out not the band show. <laughs> the guys going out and saying let's I let's know. go see the wilderness it's a great movie four so guys going out and seeing the movie seeing uh the, the wilderness and what their ethics were like and what they wanted to do at the bond that's what we're sort of like and i have a feeling adam you're like that too
1: I love, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I, you know, it's kind of interesting. My parents were kind of uh, standoffish. They were little, uh, I was kind of latchkey, and I didn't have a strong involvement with my family, so I relied immediately on friends. I was always hanging out, sleeping over, eating, eating dinner, everything I did. You know, if I ever, I went water skiing once, that was with someone else's family I went snow skiing once that was with someone else's family I went dirt bike riding once that was with mm-hmm. someone else's family like whenever I would do something I'd do it with someone else's family so I kind of learned early that friends were super important and I always feel sorry for people sometimes you'll talk to a woman and she'll go I don't really have friends you know or, the, or she'll it go I have a couple of guy friends but I don't really like women <laughs>
3: what? what what kind of life is this Right. Yeah, I don't trust anybody who doesn't have anybody close, like three people close that they've known for twenty, twenty-five years. I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. By the way, I'm also talking to two people there who I don't know. I know you, Adam. <laughs> That's Arena.
2: That's I'm Gina, Gina, and it's it's so funny because we know you so well. That's Brian. I'm oh, Gina. Yeah. We're we're thrilled. I would, to have you how you. would I know you? guys? You wouldn't. Oh,
1: There's
3: God. no reason. I wouldn't.
1: I should but have I'm introduced you. to you. <laughs>
2: This yes is horrible. Well, now that
4: were, me- <laughs> we're meeting Richard, I'm a big fan of yours from a long time. And one of the joys, speaking of uh, kids, I have a four-year-old daughter. One of the joys of having a four-year-old daughter is introducing her to the movies that I love and loved as a kid and even loved as an adult. Like I loved Moana before she was ever born. Now she loves Moana. And she loves Inside right. Out. it's so helpful for like teaching already, her about emotions. And, teaching, oh, oh, and we're teaching her like, oh, are you feeling anger right now? Are you feeling sadness? You know, it's very helpful. And you obviously yeah, well, were a, a huge part of that movie, even though you actually weren't in it that long. And I know that when you guys record your voiceover, oftentimes it's before the animation or it's before whatever. When did you, did you see the final movie? When did you see the final movie? And that's such an emotional part of the movie. What, wow. was, your, what was your reaction to it?
3: There, there, there is a, an evolution uh, to, an answering to your question. Please. Uh, the thing is, is that you don't at first get this, the whole script. Just get your scenes, and they say this takes place in a girl's brain, and then you have orbs like that. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? How, I, I, you can't comprehend it. You just don't comprehend what their story is. You take them at their word. Am I allowed to curse on the show? Go ahead. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking. About. <laughs> it was it was a, a, the most confounding thing to say, well, you're her imaginary friend, it's in her brain, it makes sense now that we've we've seen it. So I did about three, four, five recording sessions, which they tape, and they sort of use the essence of my mouth or my face in order to animate and, and how I would do it. When I really got a sense of it, and there's a couple of stories here, was when I took the family on a trip from Los Angeles up to uh, Monterey and going up there, we stopped at the Pixar uh, campus. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I go in, but you know, we get the tour and everything. Pete shows me with the editor and, and uh, the other uh, writer, uh, some of the scenes that I did. And I now get the sense at the beginning of how it's explained mm. what Ellie's life is. And, and, what the orbs are, and I, and the first three minutes sets out what this world is that they're going to be showing you. That's when it clicked. My family saw that too. So we finished. It's great. Oh my gosh, look at the scenes we did, everything like that. Then we're walking down the hall, and this is a spoiler for those of you who haven't seen Inside Out, but it's your own fault. Yeah. We're walking down the hall, and somebody says, do you want to see the rough cut of when you're in the, uh, the the pit when you send oh, her God. off, you know. I know, I know the one, <laughs> the she, lost like, memories.
0: <laughs> yeah, devastated. Yeah, I saw I mean, it years I,
4: before yeah. my daughter was born, and I was I was devastated yeah. it's as it's a Lately,
3: <laughs> when I was a kid, and Adam, I don't know whether you'll remember this, but just you, were you old enough to see Adam's song, or uh, Brian's song oh, when it came on TV? I
1: I remember very distinctly where I was. I was sitting next to my dad and our. Shack in North Hollywood and they ran it on TV. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it on TV. It was a weird thing. Was it was never a- in the theater. Oh, it was never it was in the never theater. In it movie. was a film, never. it was a TV movie. And when wow. the when the music swelled up at the end I started to bawl but I was embarrassed because I didn't want to cry in wow. front of my dad. I mean, not that he wow. gave a shit, but I just felt weird being 9 and like just yeah. bawling as a young boy, you know, trying to think I was a man.
3: Right. Well, I was I was in high school and everybody came to school, it was on Tuesday night at the movies. It was the movie of the week on ABC. Everybody came to school and this is literally what everybody said. Dude, I cried. Oh, my God. I cried last night. Oh, my God. Everybody said that. Football players. Everybody said it. They were like you. I now get people coming up to me saying, I saw inside out. Dude, I cried. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. Oh, man. You may, which you said, Brian, you cried. Even 100% true. You had a daughter. Yep. So I had not seen it. Uh, okay. I've got two stories concerning this. Oh, so. Nice. So somebody calls us in and says, we're going to show you the scene with the with the, the orbs. And I see it. And it's a rough cut. Well, yes, I'm crying. But I look over at my oldest daughter, who's sobbing. And she just turns to her mother and runs into her arms. Oh. wow. Sobbing. Okay. At that moment. So I saw it before anybody did. And I often wondered, was she crying at Thingbomb Bong dying? <laughs> Or did her dad die? Oh, That's God. what I was wondering. I think it was Bing Bong. <laughs> when I recorded that scene, okay, this is something about acting. Please. You will never be perfect with acting. Like Daniel Day-Lewis was fantastic as Abraham Lincoln. But when the shooting stops, He's Daniel Day-Lewis, and he was never Lincoln. He comes close to what Lincoln might have been like, but he's Daniel Day-Lewis. He simply is not Abraham Lincoln. As good as he is, he is not Abraham Lincoln. But to get close. Okay. And if you're really good, you get close enough to just feel it. Well, I felt the emotion when I was saying to the moon, you know, take her to the moon. It was the most pure emotion. I loved it. And I kept asking for a retake. None of the tapes were any different than what came before it. It was because there was a purity to my feeling that I enjoyed. I was in the moment and I loved it. And I kept asking for another, And we got it, we got it. I go, no, 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 just give me one more. And I realized I wasn't doing it for the movie. It's because I loved that scene so much. And I was crying. And I, I wasn't crying. In fact, I, I made it a point not to cry because... Yeah, y- the audience You're strong. has to cry.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm. I had to, I had to be pure yeah. and and give up myself and sacrifice. You don't get that chance every day. You don't get to sacrifice yourself. So it was the most wonderful feeling, and I kept asking to do it again and again. Finally, we stopped. So I knew that scene before it was ever finished, and I knew how strong it was.
4: That's a great character inside. Very long answer. Very no, long answer. it's a great character inside because Bing Mong isn't sad. He's sacrificing himself. He's happy because
3: he loves her. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, my God. Yes, I can give. I, I, I sacrifice for you. Gee, I died for
2: your sins. You know, it reminded me of the first time I saw it. when. And I have a lot of problems with this book because I think it's torture porn. But um, it reminded me a lot of the giving tree. You know, there was nothing left to give. So I can oh. just I can give the rest of me and she can go on. Yes,
0: hey.
3: Yes. Well, that's that's probably what it is. I've never <laughs> thought of that. But yes, you're right. That's exactly what it is. And we now know
1: that Pixar plagiarized. socially. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, good question. So, uh, uh, so uh, back to me. So, did Clooney have the pig <laughs> when you met him? Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Introduce yourself. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> yeah, uh, wow that was that was a, a wonderful Beautiful. a wonderful story. And yes, uh, I have toured the Pixar campus, and I uh-huh. I it is a wonderful wonderful place. You can't. imagine working there. Did you go to all the different writer's rooms and see how they had the themes picked out and everything? Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I was lucky. I saw it like a year and a half before I took my family there. So I had seen it. Yes. And it's, it's, it's magical. The place is magical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They, they are, they're the right kind of company. They, they uh, uh, cultivate good work and good spirit. They want you to do your best. And they say, here's some money. Design a place where you can work at your maximum best.
4: Is there That's another wonderful thing. Is there another company, let's just say American company, any any across the spectrum that produces as consistently high quality a product? Maybe you could say like Apple, but even Apple like has a couple Apple of Bummers here and yeah, there. can stumble.
1: Hmm. I,
3: I can... Well, I,
1: yeah, go ahead. I contend, I've always said this, I'm not just paying, paying you lip service. I think the Pixar animated scripts are better than most live-action movies. The the actual, the the way they'll do it, and and like Finding Nemo or something Mm -hmm. like that, the suspense, Mm -hmm. they build up the the pathos, but also they bring it home. Like there's the twist, um, Toy Story and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I mean, these are crazy, wonderful adventures. Like the writing is spectacular in those scripts.
2: And, and, And to piggyback, yeah.
3: Well, I I was going to say, when John Lasseter, and I think it was Andrew Stanton, could have been Pete Docker, wrote Cars, they drove Route 66 cross country. Yeah. To, 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 and figuring out the story. That's what they did. They drove that. So, and they take a year and a half with a script before they ever start uh, animating. They work and they work. Inside out, they spoke to, to therapists at, at universities yeah. about it. I mean, but the thing is, what's sort of interesting now that I know Pete Dock, I hope I'm not talking out of school, but they are. I, want, I don't want to say first and foremost, but they are alongside their creative genius, a business. And they have people that they have to pay and they have people that they have to keep on the payroll. And sometimes stocks fluctuate, sometimes income fluctuates, it's certainly with uh, the pandemic. Uh, did Seoul make as much money as they needed it to? So they have worries. And when I hear that, I'm, uh, my, I'm taken aback. I think of Pixar just being printing money, yeah. being great. They ha- they're human. And it's tough for me to think of them as human. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah,
2: it's it's like yeah, you think of Disneyland, it's it's the same thing. And I was just going to say, as uh, right, the, the, when you talk about the scripts, Adam, uh, specifically Inside Out. Not just a great story, but can you imagine the pitch meeting? Them hmm. saying, "Okay, this is essentially a movie for kids, and we're going to explain everything about recovered memory, about every feeling you could have uh, in your in your body and in your brain." You're like you're insane. There's no way a child can hmm. grasp this, and yet here we are, and it's it's a literally a teaching tool. It's,
3: it it is. And I'm going to say something, uh, Brian, right? That's me. Wait till, you, wait till your daughter turns Ellie's age at 11. Okay. And then wait till, uh, till your daughter turns 19 and can appreciate what she felt at 11. Well, and each generation, you know, 23, 26, how she will do that. Then when she has her own child. So that is truly a movie for the ages. and for different ages.
4: I'm glad you said that because I was just thinking what separates Pixar from other... I see see a lot of movies. I see every animated movie that's up for the Oscar every year. There's a lot of good animated movies out there. They're good or they're even very good. What separates Pixar from the rest of them is that... Every once in a while, and more often than not, their movies get elevated, but beyond just a great adventure or a great story or whatever, you get your Inside Out. You get your WALL-E, your Toy Mm -hmm. Story 3. They're like, oh, now it's like a coming-of-age story or it's a story about growth or realizing something. It's not just a great adventure. So Inside Out is definitely one of those movies.
3: And that is what great art or great craftsmanship is all about, is I'm presenting you something that is Something other than what you're just looking at. Yeah. It can be interpreted. That's why I think the Cone brothers are so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They present something that's entertaining and yet still, as you say, it rises above what it is. And that's I'm lucky every once in a while to do that kind of thing. And then every once in a while I'm, you know, servant scrambled eggs on toast. There's <laughs> <laughs> a place
4: for
1: that. But but I, did you go to Lassiter's yeah. office when you were there?
3: I did. And the Maya, was it Maya? Not Maya. Who's who's the great animator? And it was above his desk. I, the don't, anime.
1: I don't remember. No no, 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 no. But I remember. No, in the I remember there. Yeah, that. Uh, his uh, office was filled with trains, and uh, oh, yeah. I'll, and he wasn't there when I went there. But mm-hmm. here's a, a a measuring stick. Mayo Miyazaki. Is that how you say? it? you don't know that's who i'm saying no the it's on you it it, it printed it it's on a screen in front of me i could have never pulled that out um right here's an in,
3: here's oh, here's an interesting <laughs> a,
1: an interesting yardstick to measure whether the head guy's nice or not is uh he wasn't lassiter wasn't there when we went to go to his office But his secretary was like, well, go on in and check out the trains. And if your boss is an asshole, there's nobody going, (laughs) go on in. Because when he comes back and he's missing a caboose, she's going to get fired, right?
3: (laughs) You know, it's funny. All at Disney or Pixar, Walt Disney loved trains. John Lasseter loved trains. I don't know whether he loved them because of Walt Disney and he worshipped them or did he love them. And Pete Docter, who is now running Pixar loves trains
1: as well. Yeah. And, Isn't that crazy? And most serial killers as well. So there's, there's a lot of diversity. Yeah, so
3: there you go. Well, <laughs> well, they say that crying is just the same thing as laughing. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, extreme so. hot, <laughs> and extreme cold feel the same to the touch. I agree. <laughs>
3: yes. Uh, well, uh,
1: I love Pixar, but I, I, I do want to talk a little curb uh, as well. Um, it's been, what, a couple of years since uh, last episode, last season, like right? I think it's been a couple. No, Hasn't it? No because,
3: no, because it was, he had that great joke about uh, the MAGA hats. Right. So that had to be around the time of of Trump.
2: Oh, and yeah. he's
3: finishing it up now. But you can understand, it's a tough, well, this is in my head, because... Writing the script has got to be so difficult because he doesn't write dialogue. He has to think of these plot points. Right. And they all and it's a decent sized scenario. It's like 13 to 16 pages Mm -hmm. that have to be improvised. So he's got it all figured out to the detail of what we're going to see, just not what we're going to hear. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Right.
4: The 100th episode. Then you
3: shoot it. What? The last
4: episode was the 100th episode. It aired March 22nd of 2020. So right, before, right around no. the same time as lockdown.
3: Right. Okay. That's not, that's, no. not so long. So. That's a year. I, I just so miss it. Now. Well, the
4: COVID <laughs> oh, course, lasted five years.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, uh, uh, um, yeah, the joke is, what's today's date? March 365. Right. Uh, anyway, um, shooting it is a blast because you're surrounded by all your friends by people who have to be at their funniest at that time both the writers the uh the the actors certainly so it's great fun well then you got all of this footage and you got to put it together you know for 27 minutes when you have i don't know four hours five hours of 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 things to choose from that's really difficult and it takes a long time and then he, so he has to do that. So when will it be out again? I don't know. But a year and a half ain't so bad.
1: No. Uh,
3: you know, for, for all of that.
1: I don't, uh, I'm trying to think where you can binge watch it. Because I want it. it's an HBO series. You just go. HBO. Yeah. HBO I, I know, Max. you just go to the app or HBO something. Max, yeah. Oh, okay. no, you
2: go to Sunny and Sunny will be yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, I'll <laughs> have my son
1: <laughs> sign me up. Because I, I, I have to ask him what my passwords no, are.
3: HBO. You, you always could do that. You can just just do it. or' Just stream it. You I, I doubt it. it's on Amazon. I doubt you can pay for it on Amazon. That's like, I did a great, great show. I don't know whether you saw it, called um, Red Oaks. It was a wonderful show. It's on Amazon. Okay, it was Amazon did it. They knew they had a great show. It got short-stripped because Amazon can sell underwear, but they can't, <laughs> they can't sell TV shows. Right. Uh, but it was re- they make great TV shows, this being one of them. And they knew it was great and they gave us three seasons. But I, I would say, uh, it's an Amazon show and they go, Oh, can we see it on Netflix? Someone <laughs> right. goes, No, it's an Amazon show. So uh you go to HBO and you'll see all of the although they were sold do you remember that T V guide channel? Yeah. Do you remember that the, this just scrolled you, endlessly?
1: hmm
3: Yeah. They would they would have uh, curb. I don't know what they still do, but of course you go on, on HBO Max or HBO yep, whatever. It's right there. You can get it.
1: All right. Yeah, well, get I'll it. get my son to sign me yeah. up or figure it out. Okay. Everything's going to be okay. Can we talk about that for a second?
3: Sure. <laughs> yes.
1: Tell us about it.
3: I wish I could talk about it in a lot of detail because, but I've been told that there are certain things you can't talk about. The second thing is it was such a weird and quirky show that there's nothing linear that I can say about it. And I was, although I'm in a lot of episodes, I'm not throughout the episode. So it's about kids on the spectrum or, or uh, or, or, uh, uh, homosexuality and, and uh, just different unusual quirky characters. In a situation that is, at the get-go, very unusual, uh, and it's—I'd love to just present it in that one-line high concept—and you can't. But I can tell you, it's heartwarming, it's unusual, it's a pleasant and nice show to watch in a time when everything is so hard-hitting. Uh, it's much like Red Oaks. It's a—it's a. It's a I, it sounds like it's unexciting, but it is it's quirky it's just things happen to people that you don't normally see unusual things and I think that it's uh it was so I was very proud to be on well I think it represented different types of people, and it was unusual you know it's, uh... it's like, uh,
1: yeah, I just want to tell people where they can find it when it's it Thursdays, 10 p.m. I don't even
3: know. Where, where can they find <laughs> well, it? Well, no, it's so.
1: 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the episodes are available next day on Hulu. I got to see if my um, Netflix has Hulu. Oh, yeah,
4: it's
3: people. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee your Netflix but is not really, on Hulu. <laughs> but it's such a lovely show, and this guy is from Australia, uh, Josh, who created the show and writes it and uh, and is in it. and You know, he lets the director direct, but he has a clear vision. And the guy's like 24, 26 years old. Just a lovely, good guy. It was a stand up. He wrote a show in Australia that was, that got a lot of, uh, play. And then he did this. And it's it's uh, very, very, very good.
1: Well, again, it's called, uh, Everything's gonna be okay on, uh, Hulu. So go, uh, look that up. Uh, Richard, thanks for joining us. This is very interesting our, for me.
3: My pleasure. I, 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 you guys are great. Uh, I listen to you when I'm in LA because I don't listen to podcasts in New York. I listen to podcasts when I'm driving.
0: So, oh, yeah. so I That's interesting.
1: Well, next time yeah. you're in L.A., come uh, come see us in person.
3: Oh, I'd love, when there is a time, I would love it. I'd love to. Because I've never met you. And I know where you live. Mm. Because I have a friend who lives right near you. And, in fact, I'm near your house right now. Uh, <laughs> because I just finished playing nine holes. And when we're finished with this, I'm going to go finish up. So I happen to be somewhat near you. And uh, But I would love to see you all and, and meet you guys, Dean and Brian. We'd love it. Please. Pleasure. It'd be a pleasure.
1: Richard, kind, yep. everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. What a Thank guy. you, guys.
3: What a mensch. A
1: what a mensch. Didn't care for him. All <laughs> right. We got uh, news coming. First, I'll tell you about Apartments.com. Apartments.com. Who needs a change of scenery now? Answer, everyone. Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere, not just apartments, but homes, townhomes, condos, and more. Oh, I wish I needed to rent a place just so I could use Apartments.com. With 3D virtual tours, you can search your special somewhere from anywhere, stretch your fingers across the keyboard, and change your scenery on Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with the news right after this. Give me the news with Greg,
0: news with Gina, Grad. Breaking, viral, weird crime, protest, politics. Give me news with Gina, Grad. Stuff they saw on TV. Joe Biden oh. Come out. Meet news with Gina, Gina, Grad. Grad. The news with Gina Grad.
2: Just a little bit of follow up on the Chauvin trial as that was, you know, just the biggest deal uh, yesterday as as we recorded this following Tuesday's conviction of Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd. The ex-Minneapolis cop was led out of the courtroom in handcuffs. He had been free on bail, but it was revoked by the judge and he was taken into custody right then and there. Uh, Chauvin will likely be sentenced in about eight weeks after being convicted of second degree murder, third degree murder and second degree manslaughter since uh, Chauvin doesn't have a previous criminal record. The New York Times reports that the guidelines for sentencing on each of the murder charges is 12 and a half years, but there's a range of maximum sentences for each of the charges. And, and Gerges told us a little bit about this. Second degree murder can get a sentence as long as 40 years. Third degree murder can get 25 years. And there's a picture going around of Chauvin being let out in handcuffs with his hands by his back with something written on his hand. And everybody wanted to know what that was. And what that was was a smart thinking lawyer. Um It was the lawyer's phone number who said, look, if if you're let out today, if you're, you're if you're led, you know, back into uh custody, here's my phone number because, you know, you're going to need it. and You're not going to have any other way to get it. So hmm. he wrote it on his hand.
1: Interesting. Savvy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So. uh a songwriter has died that you might well you probably know the name of, but you'll definitely know some of his hits. Uh, and I should have thought to get some of these ready, but you'll oh. know them. Jim Steinman. He,
1: oh yeah, are
2: you familiar?
1: He's bad you know out him? of hell. Yeah, isn't he?
2: exactly. He's Rock, a meatloaf guy. Yes, he Did all sir. those
1: big sweeping whatever? Exactly.
2: Never understood meatloaf. Uh, never understood
1: meatloaf either. Um,
4: no paradise by the dashboard light. Like. It was all before my time. Yeah. And by, by the time I was a Music enjoying lo- like, What the fuck is this?
1: Meatloaf was huge on the East Coast and didn't really get uh, into California like a lot of bands. So I don't, cer- yeah, I don't know. there's certain there's certain bands like out here. We had, like, X and oh, Oingo Boingo right. and stuff like that that were, like, big right. out here. And then if someone's from the Midwest or something, they haven't heard of them. And I felt the same way about Meatloaf. It didn't make it into our zeitgeist over here in so, North Hollywood.
4: My era of MTV and music enjoyment was, like, the mid-early 90s. And that's when Bad Out of Hell 2 came mm-hmm. back, back into hell. And, like, there was a really lushly produced music video was not that. I would do anything for love, but I won't yeah. do that. And, like... There was so much nostalgia for me, Lufa. What the fuck is this?
2: Why are Why are we listening to this? That's why. Yeah. So for some reason, Paradise by the Dashboard Light was big on the uh, bar mitzvah reception party circuit. Really? I don't know why. Uh, So he did. He 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 conceived the songs for bad out of hell like two out of three ain't bad paradise by the dashboard Light." after initial rejections from several labels the album went on to sell 40 million copies worldwide he also wrote the meatloaf share duet dead ringer do you know that one <laughs>
1: No. no. <laughs> and did I we know all share Yeah, songs.
2: He did also write Air Supplies Making Love Out of Nothing at All.
1: Oh, yeah. Bonnie
2: Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. And Bonnie Tyler's Holding Out for a Hero. Fucking oh, yeah.
1: yeah. He will be missed. Yeah. I never got the Air Supply song where they're like,
2: even the nights
1: <laughs> are better. Now that we're... Here. The nights are always... <laughs> better. Yeah, Better when you... <laughs> Nights are oh, always better. So you Daytime, live, so you, so you fucking go, go to work and you eat fucking true. food out of a vending machine. Yeah, That's right. what you do during the day. Yeah,
2: this
4: is Loaf and Share.
2: Yeah, is this Dead Ringer? This is Loaf? Yeah, Loaf. delicious. Share meat.
1: <laughs> How old was he?
2: Seventy-three. Hmm. Now, when you hear a song like this, it will not be hard to understand that he had a cameo in. Rocky Horror Picture
1: Show. Remember that? It's just, it's just musical. Remember that bullshit, when he came right? up in, yeah. in the motorcycle? Yeah. This is uh, oh Meatloaf. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. When I was when this what year did uh, Bad Out of Hell come out? Uh, Max back and look. But the point is, is we had we weren't listening to any of this stuff mm-hmm. in my junior high or high school. We kind of went in the seventies. You can bring it down, uh, Dawson. In the, in the, I kind of no, love it. I don't it. know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> for, for everyone listening and tweeting to me right now, I don't dislike meatloaf. I never understood meatloaf. You know what I mean? Yeah, like
1: 1977. That? So like when I was in junior high, people were listening to like Yes and yeah. Led Zeppelin
2: sure.
1: and Aerosmith and it was all those kinds of bands, Rolling Stones and all kinds of stuff. But, Meatloaf never made it. I was like, I don't know if it was too theatrical or something. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know what it what it was, but it, it never Jersey- it never got into us. Is he
2: a Jersey guy? Where's Meatloaf from? Feels Jersey. I'm curious.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway.
2: I'm saying Long Island. Yeah, yeah. it feels that way. Well, that was stupid of me to just put in Meatloaf. Right.
4: <laughs> <pictures> <laughs> Where's <So is laughs> Meatloaf from?
2: Check from a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Will be missed. <laughs> now, uh, another death of a musician, but this time it's um, an anniversary We've got Prince's anniversary. Oh. Five years. Wow. His ashes will be on display today as we record <laughs> on this on for display? fans. Uh-huh. And those were spreading? Some people like an urn, a nice urn. This will be a reservation only at Paisley Park. This is the fifth anniversary of his death. Fans can tour the compound for free with his display of his remains. First George Floyd, now this. Guests will be able to leave flowers, mementos, and other memorial items in the front of the love symbol statue outside the main entrance. If we leave now, we can get there.
1: I don't know. The urn on display is kind of weird. weird. It's kind of weird, but all right. I mean I'm fine with it.
2: Unless this is interesting because you know when people say like well you know the you have your grandmother's urn on your mantle or whatever because you want to mm-hmm. be with family. What how do we explain the urn that's by itself in your old house alone?
1: Minus anything in it?
2: No, I mean like prince didn't want to like you know have an urn with his you know and put it with his sister or what whatever. Mm-hmm. He, it's just it's just uh, Ash, did he say like just put me back in my house by myself you mm. know like what's the vibe there
4: Ashes is for spreading yeah. i don't
1: know and it, is it a it's a museum now well they're letting
2: people tour it so you know mm-hmm. maybe more of a historical landmark right now
1: oh yeah interesting weird uh as, uh, my uh, idea of Minnesota' has been completely disrupted oh, in the last down. 10 minutes, and yeah. then started with yeah. Prince. I, I pictured a bunch of Nordic guys.:
2: Oh, yeah, speaking like that, sure. like
1: ice fishing and drinking Ham's beers. That's right. Mm-hmm.
2: And there's some, they're still somewhere, but they ain't getting any publicity.
1: Yeah, no, they're not they, you know who I pictured? Remember the sitcom, Brian? Never spoke Coach. about it with you, but Coach. <laughs> Coach! I was going to say, it had yeah. to be your favorite. For
2: someone who doesn't watch TV, how did you know I that?
1: Because Coach was on reruns <laughs> at like 4.30 in the afternoon, so After I saw school. a lot of Coach. we never spoken about no, Coach, but I Dobber. pointed at you, Dobber. Dobber! Dobber. Yep. That's what guys from Minnesota used That's to right. look like. <laughs> That's
2: right. He's a very nice guy. Friend of a friend. Very nice.
1: That was funny, because uh Brian and I have never talked no. about the sitcom Coach. I never talk about the sitcom Coach. Has come. Up I just no. pointed at you, and I was Dobber. like, College. Yeah, Dauber.
2: Yeah, that's Minnesota.
1: That's Minnesota. In
2: fact, the only Jewish guy that I ever met at one point from Minnesota, guess what his last name was? From from Minnesota, Jewish guy, Lundquist.
1: There so you go. So even
2: the Jews sound wow. like they're uh, Nordic.
1: Yeah. I got a little, speaking of, I don't know, the Nordic uh, vibe, uh, I got a, a sausage etiquette question.
2: <laughs> Do ask.
4: Speaking of...
1: Um, What do you want to know? So, uh, Olga, by the way, probably why you shouldn't build things up. So the other day I see uh, Olga and she goes, I have a surprise for you. I have a present for you. And I said, "Uh, okay. And she's like, I don't have it here. I'll bring it tomorrow. And I said, okay. So um, (laughs) she, she... shows up the next day and she presents sausage
2: okay. to me. So oh, far, nice. so good.
1: And um, she said she went to Solvang. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, this That's is sausage from Solvang yeah. on her birthday. That's badass. And I said, well, thank you very much for thinking of me. And then she chopped it all up, put a bunch of onions and peppers and Ooh. sauteed it all up with garlic and everything. And then uh, I walked over to the pan and i pricked a piece of sausage size of a you know silver dollar and i popped it in my mouth and it it utterly was had no flavor it, it was just the texture of sausage really? it was no no flavor whatsoever i have a theory how's that possible well don't it was the light veal ones and not the dark kielbasa okay. ones it's all they had okay but it's just i like the dark kielbasa and this was not that, but it's still flavorless. Just utterly flavorless. <laughs> That's crazy. So, I.
4: Chicken sausage has flavor.
1: Yeah. Well, it, I, it, no, I believe you. It it had no, I mean, if it, it, it had flavor, it had some, but yeah, I, it was. Not enough.
2: I think Adam has COVID. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it
1: was God, God. flavorless. <laughs> taste. Flavorless. So, I looked at uh, Olga and I said, uh, What is this? And I, I held up the. Sausage on the floor. She did my favorite thing, which she went, What's what's the dish called? Mm. And I said, No, no, this. What's this? And then she said, It's sausage. <gasps> I always think when people answer me that way, like, Oh, what is this oh, thing I called? Sa- no more questions. Oh, I've the come fork. here from Planet <laughs> M- Orc. Like, <laughs> Yes, it's sausage. We discussed the sausage. It's right. sausage. I'm uh, Yes, I'm not asking. Just resolved. <laughs> Follow up question. <laughs> I go, What kind of sausage? And she said, like, Something from Solvang. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then uh, I I loaded up my plate, but I I didn't put much sausage on there because it had no flavor. And then uh, I sat down and I was eating and I said, uh, Olga was standing in the kitchen and I said, uh, Olga, try the sausage. Was it a vegan sausage? No, it's just some sausage is like... You know, it's just yeah. like it doesn't have that. You got to go like with the umami. kielbasa, yeah. like the red, dark mm-hmm. flavor. Anyway, she stood over the pan and she She popped it in her mouth and and she just like looked at me and she <laughs> went, "It doesn't taste like anything." I was like, "Perfect, good," because <laughs> your worst position is when they go, "Oh, it's great," Delicious. you know. So she just went, uh "It sucks," <laughs> oh. and I was like, "It does." <laughs> But I did this thing, and everyone always thinks I'm an asshole, where I go, thank you for bringing me this from Solvang. Um, Don't fucking ever do it again. (laughs) But no, like thank you for this. Glad you're thinking about me. But this is bad sausage. And because Olga's Olga, Olga's like, yes, this is horrible sausage. You're welcome. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, like yeah. That, so many people get so like, why are you blah blah? And I'm yeah. like, I'm just saying. I do it, this
2: nice thing for you.
1: It just don't ever buy this again, yeah. but thank you very much for thinking of me when you're in Solvang. It's
2: perfect. Yeah. And, and I, I, to piggyback on that, I have some thoughts about food in Solvang. because I went to Solvang when you're over Christmas and it was. For like,
4: people outside the area, this is like oh, a Danish oh, town, or, or with like Dutch windmills. Or, yeah. Or like Dutch, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like Dutch.
2: It is like the most magical, wonderful wonderland of wonder. It's Chocolate be- fudge it's everywhere. It's the best. There's windmills. It's the best. There's an emu farm. And, um, we are like, oh, let's try the delicacies. And what's an Abel Skeever? I'm seeing those everywhere. Mm-hmm. Abel Ablesk- And you think it's going to be like a beignet. You know, it's like fried mm-hmm. dough. And, yeah, you think it's going to be amazing. Took one bite, threw it in the trash. So, it's yeah, all a little too Salty and like a little bland, and I don't think you should go to solving for a foodie trip. But I think it's mm. great for everything mm. else.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's
4: Instagramy.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. So uh, I have I, I mostly completely bland food confuses me. Me too. I'm like, why did you make this? Me too. Why did you Ooh, create this?
4: Speaking of sausage, and the opposite of bland, you guys have read merguez? Merguez Mm-mm. sausage.
1: Not sure. It's
4: a it's a French lamb sausage. It's usually pretty thin. No, it's, Ryan. Oh, it's oily and perfect. Really? Yeah. It's just, it's not, it sounds fancy because it's French, but Wait. any you know, a lot, lot of restaurants have it. Mm.
1: I can't. I love the kielbasa, and I love the kielbasa with the uh, sauerkraut, mm-hmm. and I, I can't get enough. Um, yeah, my grandfather used to make this thing in a big iron pot, which was the the kielbasa. Had the potatoes and it had the sauerkraut. It was all layered mm. up and baked in the oven. It was so Delish. goddamn good. All right, let's do one more, Gina Grant.
2: All right. Well, I have some good news for you. I know you're you're worried that you don't know when your precious Fast and Furious is coming out, but I can tell you there's something else to look to. Wait, forward I know to. when it's yeah. coming
1: out. I don't know when Top Gun is coming out. Is that Got what it. I
4: figured out? I mean, Top, Gun's nope, Top Gun later in
2: the year, and Top Gun is the summer. Like, no.
4: It is? Yeah, yeah, didn't Chris tell us Yeah, that? Top Gun got pushed to November. Yeah, November. Fast oh. 9, uh, as of now, it's still looking like the June 25th. The 25th, right. The oh,
2: that's a, okay. I got sorry, I mixed on my up. hand. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right next to
1: Garagos' number. Well,
2: write this down as well. Put it in your calendar. Uh, Vin Diesel is going to be starring in a new live-action feature about a certain classic game, and it will be called... The Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. They already made that. It's called Real Steel. Uh, No, this is going to be the Rock'em Sock'em Robots from Mattel. This is now... We've done this before. We've seen this with... um, Battleship. Battleship and and others, but uh, there's more coming.
1: I'm still utterly confused. I talked to Pete Berg. He told me he was on a boat (laughs) riding Battleship. I was like, do you have to... Like, you write The Martian. You have to leave <laughs> leave the atmosphere. Like, or could you just fucking sit home and write? But anyway, yeah. then I saw the movie with like the aliens yeah. and stuff, yeah. and then I thought, why is this is this is in no way, shape, or form connected yeah. to Battleship? Which, again, I didn't own Battleship, yeah. but my buddy I Chris had battle, Battleship. Yeah. What I do not understand what that is it's it's brian you must be dismayed that we're literally looking at toys like hula hoop the movie you know (laughs) we're just looking at junk buddy you're asking the wrong guy (laughs) oh that's right (laughs) hold on
4: hold on yeah go in all seriousness i've said it before and i I almost live by this mantra now when it comes to movies in a world where the lego movie can be outstanding i'm on board with anything being okay I am mm. going to
2: put the that to the Pirates of the Caribbean was out, was outstanding. Okay, You're Brian, right. let me tell you what's uh, what else is on the docket All from nice. Mattel. Okay,
1: don't break the ice. Don't spill the beans. <laughs>
2: Mousetrap. Hungry <laughs> Mousetrap. hungry. Uh, hungry tra- okay. Hungry <laughs> um, I'll start with the ones that that aren't as uh, terrifying first. American Girl, Barbie, Barney, Hot Wheels, and okay. uh, and Thomas and Friends. Now, let me tell you what else is on the docket. Magic Eight Ball. <laughs> major Matt Mason do you know who that is
1: I major no I don't know major Matt I I know they have in development Christmas tree air freshener the movie pretty sure right? yeah that's, that's, that's well, dice, it. Uh, yeah. As a franchise is, is you you know what mm. you love Transformers as a kid then they made the movie and then it was a great first movie I was in love with Speed Racers a oh kid. No. And they made the fucking the movie guy. out of it. And not only was it bad, it was like off putting it. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. Like the worst thing you can say the worst thing you can say about a joke mm-hmm. Is it was confusing? Right, like I don't know. what I'm not sure what they were yeah. saying with that. The worst thing you can say about a movie is like it was off-putting. Like it right. felt it it felt off-putting. weird. I need to take a shower after yeah. I saw that yeah. fucking movie. Well,
2: let me tell you a few. Words. First of all, I had to look up Major Matt Mason. It was uh, an astronaut toy from the 60s, and he he went to the and he lived on the moon. Okay, uh, there's Major Matt Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, come on! How about a new Matt?
1: Huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uno, the movie and. Viewmaster. Mm. Okay.
4: Listen, I have no interest in any of these <laughs> inherently. However, the Invisible Man was great. Like, I, there's a there's a chance exists that these could be okay. Oh no, oh
1: no. Sit and spin the movie. Is <laughs> in development. Arm. Yeah, yeah. The problem is Brian is right. We have no idea. It, once the Lego movie's great, then mm-hmm. then are there bad ideas. That's right. You got Phil Lord and
4: Chris Miller involved and it yeah. might be great. The craigle Wasn't it the craigle The Cragle. The Craggle. The craggle. Yeah, right. yeah.
1: yeah. But still it feels I feel the same way. I feel the same way about Bands covering songs that sound almost exactly like the original song. If you want to be Cat Stevens and do a Calypso version of Sam Cooke, Another Saturday Night, then that's your own thing. It feels non-creative to pick things from the past and just kind of go I I like you know I like no country for old men like I just want movies where somebody comes up with a great scheme I'm
4: with you but let's say let's take the example of the Pirates of the Caribbean had nothing to do with the ride it was a little pirate and it was an excellent excellent movie Fine. so but, if they
2: can do that yeah you know but I it's mean? like it's kind of like what richard kind said like you know there's there's still a business aspect and who but who's making the leap of like this toy sold millions and millions so of course the movie will sell millions. like who's making that leap that this is safe
1: well this is my land of the lost argument which is like the worst part of right. everyone's childhood was land of the lost <laughs> and they made it into a feature
4: yeah you know, uno is going to be an action heist comedy oh. film uh, that's being developed and most likely will star. It's being developed by Lil Yachty, the rapper, and it will probably star
1: him. As well. Hold on. It's not <laughs> little. it's got to be Little Dingy because yeah. it <laughs> no a Lil Yachty. Talk about it. <laughs> If he doesn't name his son Little Dingy, he's fucking leaving money on the table. Uh,
4: it's true. You know what's coming out this summer, which uh, will put this theory to the test Jungle Cruise with The Rock. Oh, oh really yeah. blunt.
1: I'll oh, I'm going to watch the, the trailer, shit out of that.
2: But that's okay. different. Like those, those. Is Disney, it? I mean, like you said, like Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. like those are, well, but wait, but Space Mountain was not great. There are
1: no more rules. I agree yeah. with Brian. There just, there is no more rules. Yeah. You just have to, you have to see the, see it. Yeah. Well,
2: we'll see. I don't like We'll, the we'll see trend. Viewmaster when it comes out. Yes.
1: I don't like the trend of going back and grabbing toys, but yeah. each one will be judged on its own project. merit. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. All right, Gina, we
0: bring it home.
2: I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. You got to keep the boys off the pipe and the girls off the pole.
0: Gina, Gina Grad. That was the news with Gina Grad.
1: Well, last but not least, there's GEICO. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, you do one or the other, and then there is bundling. So you get your homeowners, your renter's insurance, you bundle it up with your automotive policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have enough to think about. GEICO makes it easy to bundle and uh, how do you do it when well, you go to Geico.com? You get a quote. You see just how much you could save when you get your bundle moving with Geico. That is Geico.com. All right. Uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, Skyline Comedy Club coming up May 7th and 8th. Doing stand-up there and live podcasts. So both. We're doing Jam in the Van out here, which is Really cool. I don't. I know Brian walked by there. Gina, Can't wait check to it that. out. Yeah. It's fun. It's a cool setup. Cool setup. May 22nd, so you can come out and watch us uh, do that live. And uh, you can see how the uh, tasteless sausage is made. <laughs> Golden Colorado uh, Buffalo Rose coming up June 18th, 19th. Do some stand-up there and live potting. Oh, and Loxamana is going to be performing there with... Uh, his uh, band, Loxy. So got go to amcroll.com for all the live shows. And until next time, Sam Kroll for Richard Kind and Gina Gratton, and Brian Say, mahalo. Beaches ain't cheat but hoes and tricks. Suck on these balls
0: and leak on these dick. Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Corolla Show. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Carolla. You can leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744. Gina Grad is with Teresa Strasser on the podcast Easy Listening. And you can catch Paul Bryan on the Film Vault. Also, check out the Water Cooler. Another great offering from Carolla Digital. For tickets to see The Ace Man, books, movies, and everything else, go to adamcarolla.com.
4: Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No sign-ups,
1: no fees, no contracts. Ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote. See just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com.